Hello, hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Lottie, and it feels really good to be back with you all. I went away for a month to my cabin in northern Minnesota. I took a road trip from Los Angeles, and it was 38 hours total each way in a car with my dog and my parents, so that was quite an experience. I was going to do some episodes while I was there, and then my intention for the trip was to do, you've probably heard it where they say, we are human beings, not human doings. So my intention was to be a human being, since my daily life in Los Angeles is always kind of, if it isn't you like where it was before the pandemic, go, go, go. Externally, it's been kind of in my mind, like, go, go, go. What do I need to create? What do I need to do? What do I want to do? I need to do this. I need to do that. And I just allowed myself to be by the lake and in the woods and connect with nature and observe and relax and not think about the shoulds, the woulds, the coulds, the needs, um, the bank accounts, you know, and just be present. On the flip side of that, What was interesting about the trip is that I was also then with mostly my parents and my family for an entire month. And it reminded me of a quote from Ram Dass that I came across a long time ago, and it kind of popped into my head when I got home from the trip. And it said, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. And uh, yeah, so that will really show you where you're at on the old... uh, (laughs) enlightened ladder. Part of me feels like I failed. (laughs) Part of me feels like mm, all the work that I've done just went to shit in a handbag uh, for that trip when it came to them. But in other respects, not really. I I got to see a little bit more of where I'm at. I got to see how, you know, when we when we are around different people and people that have known us our whole lives or at different points in our lives for a long period of time, how we revert back to old parts of ourselves or, you know, the roles that we play in certain dynamics. And I mentioned in a past podcast about the whole thing about soul contracts, and I'm definitely going to do a podcast about that. I can't wait to do a podcast about soul contracts. It's been one of my favorite subjects over the summer to learn and ponder and and analyze my relationships in life and how they fall within the structure of soul contract. But one thing I feel that helped me deal with going from living alone and also then even more than that because of COVID and the quarantine, like being a lot more sheltered than normal from other people to then being with people in a very small space 24-7. So my parents and I went, drove across the country together, and we stayed in motels together, them and my dog, you know, just like two queen beds in a room, um, to being in a cabin that is less than 600 square feet, and the rooms of the cabin don't even have doors, they just have curtains. And then my brother and his four children came for eight days and stayed there, or even longer, I think. They extended it a day, 10 days, actually. And then um, when his stepdaughter left and went to visit her father in Utah, my sister-in-law came. 
So even though we lost a person, we still gained a person. So it was really challenging for me on many, many, many different levels. And the balance part to it was that I got to see and spend time with people I love, and I got to spend time at one of the most, to me, magical places on earth. And then I also got to spend just a beautiful, endless time in nature. But I also got to see myself revert back to a person I thought I had grown out of and also needing to take my 40-year-old self and shift the roles and the dynamics within the relationships of the people within my family. It's like with your parents, you know, no matter how old you get, you're still like, it's like they still, you know, they look at you like you're a certain age or treat you like you're a certain age and you're always going to be their child no matter how much of an adult you are. And I moved out to Los Angeles when I was 20 years old and I haven't, you know, been under their care for decades, you know, so it's like they still treat you like you can't take care of yourself or, you know, you're you're not responsible, right? So that's really hard because you're trying to navigate those waters, but very delicately to not fully rock the boat, but show like, you know, you're a different person than you used to be, or you have different standards, or you have different um, expectations, or um, for me, a lot that came up was level of respect. I just wasn't being respected as an adult, as a human being, as a member of the family, and as a person staying in the cabin. You know, there's so many people there with different needs and different things going on, and the old me would have just stayed quiet and been very meek in the corner and just kind of let myself get railroaded. And now I'm of where I'm at in my life and where I'm at personally within myself and understanding that I need to speak up about um, getting my needs met. And I'm no longer silent little girl in the corner getting railroaded. So I really had to stand up for myself a lot during that trip. And I don't even think I stood up for myself to the level that I probably even should have. Um, I kind of picked and chose my my battles throughout it. But it was a it was really informative to show me where I'm at, to show me what I still need to work on and for as angry as I was getting at everyone um, for their behaviors towards me, I was also, I can thank them for showing me that I need to raise my standards and be even more vocal about how do I want the people around me treating me and what I will accept and not accept. And they can step up into this new level with me or they cannot. And it's that simple, like, to have boundaries. And that's still... I know a lot of people struggle with boundaries and and, and implementing them and keeping them in place. And it, it does have to do with a level of self-respect and self-worth and self-confidence and um, honoring yourself. You know, in our society... We're taught not to be, you know, to be selfless and to be not to be conceited and not to 
think highly of oneself and to give to others. Well, if you're not giving to yourself properly, if you're not putting on your own oxygen mask first, you have nothing to give anyone else. Or if you're allowing yourself to be treated like shit and being railroad, that's going to bleed into many other areas of your life. What was also interesting about this trip is I went, my cabin is basically my only constant in my life. It's the only place that has stayed the same, in a sense. Um, my parents left our home in Minnesota and now live in a retirement community in Arizona. My brother now lives on the East Coast. I came to Los Angeles. My grandparents no longer live in their house that they built in, man, like sometime in the mid-50s in the small town that's 20 minutes away from our cabin. They no longer live there, and that house is in the process of being put on the market. You know, different constants in our lives of places we could call home or have an anchor. They, As we grow older and people pass on and, you know, go to different phases in their lives, those things change and move. Um, but for me, my cabin has always been a constant. My grandfather bought the piece of land when my father was either six or eight. My dad's now 73. So... This cabin has been in our family for a very long time and will continue to be in our family for a very long time. So what's interesting about going back to that place in particular and um, my birthplace in northern Minnesota is that the time that I was there in over July, the end of June, beginning of July, was also a lot was going on in the cosmos of different eclipses and new moons that were really powerful and a lot of kind of endings and beginnings and past coming to present. And I know a lot of people, their past coming to present is like ex-relationships or friendships and stuff. And for me, more than that, I think my past to coming present to look at, to deal with, to heal, to move on, to evaluate... Um, was going back to my birthplace and being so immersed in being with my family and, you know, bringing up old feelings and old behaviors and old patterns and old, you know, roles and bringing them to surface to be able to be observed, to be able to be healed, to be able to be changed, essentially. And that was really beautiful to have the help of the cosmos and the um, eclipses and stuff during this time to to uh, navigate through that. Um, what else was I going to say about that? Do, 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 do. There was another point I was going to make with that. Oh, yeah, I was going to say um, that before this year of being able to spend time up there, I was there last year two times within four weeks, very briefly. I Spirit came to me and let me know that my grandfather was going to be passing away very soon, so I booked a trip and went up to the cabin for two days and went into town to basically say goodbye to him. And then the rest of that trip I predominantly spent in Minneapolis with saying hello to other friends because I hadn't been to Minneapolis in a few years as well. But it had been eight years before that trip since I'd been up there. And then he passed away two weeks after I left. So then I went back up there for um, the funeral 
But yeah, I hadn't connected to those roots and those parts of myself and in that deep of nature for eight years. And when I was there last year, I just felt like, you know, the two days here and the day and a half going back for the funeral, it was a very short trip. The second time even just wasn't enough for my soul, for my spirit. And I vowed to myself that within a year or two years max that I would go up there and spend more time and really give myself just the proper amount of time to immerse myself back into that element and fully connect with it. And so another thing that I'm actually like really grateful for with COVID is to give me that time and the freedom that I could make that month-long trip, which in normal life and my job and everything, I would not be able to afford that and I would not be able to do that. So I really challenge you, if you have been struggling through COVID, you know, what can you find that's been positive for you within this pandemic? What has been the blessings? What can you give gratitude for? Because there are little nuggets and pockets of, yes, it sucks that we're, you know, being forced to be away from people and this life that we lived and the hustle and bustle and the liveliness. I do miss that. I miss, you know, being out and and intermingling with, I love getting to know different people and meeting people and being very social. Um, That's one thing I really realized about myself is how much of a little social butterfly I am and have always been. I love meeting new people and going to different situations and social circles and um but you know and not being able to walk freely down the street without a mask but what can you find of what has this you know quarantine semi-quarantine pandemic how has it served you because I know for me it's constantly been serving me in the most miraculous beautiful ways don't get me wrong I've had my lows I think before my trip I got to a kind of low point. If I look back, I was like, "Mm, I wasn't really, you know, I I got, I got a little depressed and I kind of lost focus and I lost my drive to do a lot of things. So going away and putting my feet on the earth and just connecting recharged me and revived me and gave me a new sense of life again. But for the most part, this has been such a blessing. I've just, I feel like, you know, most of us are going to be coming out of this as completely different people than we were going into it. And I feel like I'm really coming back to the truth of who I am and coming back to the truth of what's important to me, the truth of what I want, the truth of my dreams and what things that I've desired to achieve and having the energy again that when we do lift this a little bit more and we can get back to you know a more integrated life that I can really hit the pavement running to allow these passions and ambitions and dreams to to start to come to fruition and in the meantime I'm doing as much as I can do now to be ready when the floodgates open to go and be and not even waiting for the floodgates to open um, that's why it's been, I, even at times, I like I don't really feel like getting on here and making a podcast, but I know for me to keep a momentum going and not have this project completely die off is whether I like it or not, I get back on here and 
and just talk, even if I don't know sometimes what I'm going to talk about before sitting down in front of the microphone. So, yeah, we'll see, you know, what happens. I know definitely I have a lot to work on personally. I don't know. I, I, I constantly, you know, my, my path is a path of self-mastery, and I'm constantly look, looking to grow and learn. And um, as challenging as it was, and there's parts of my behavior I'm not really happy about from that trip, I know what a gift from that as well to be, you know, kind of projected back to me or shown of what parts of me I still need to work on. What was even more beautiful is that I totally had forgotten. So back in April, I signed up to attend a Tony Robbins live event in San Jose, Unleash Your Power Within event. And due to the pandemic, obviously, they all got canceled. So he came up with doing a virtual live event interactive on Zoom. And I forgot that I signed up to do the 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 Zoom event. And um, so coming out of the woods and being on the road for two days, I plugged into the seminar as best I could on the road, but I couldn't really give it my all or give it all my attention because my phone would come out somewhere in Kansas, you know, or somewhere in New Mexico. And um, I couldn't fully play within the groups because I'm in a car with my mom, my dad, my dog, and I couldn't really do the exercises that the way they wanted us to do them. So I drove um, my last day on the road 16 and a half hours to get back to Los Angeles so that I could finish out the weekend doing this event. And it was completely life-changing. And it was so serendipitous and on purpose and such a gift for me to come out of being in the woods and being with family and, you know, the different things that had bubbled up for me, bad and good, to just be completely immersed in this insane uh, seminar that it's just kind of catapulted me onto a whole nother path. And I'm going to do in the next couple of days here, once I get this podcast up and edited, I will do another podcast about that experience. And if you don't know who Tony Robbins is, I actually didn't really know who Tony Robbins was. Like, I maybe watched two short YouTube videos of him over the years. And I knew one person that went to a UPW event about she went six years ago. And I know it was life changing for her. But to me, I just thought he was like, eh, just this like overplayed, oversaturated, you know, motivational guy. And uh, I found out he's far from that. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to continue to work with him and his team and be connected into more events. And um, I can't wait to share with you all that experience because it's it's only going to keep evolving and growing. But to share the initial my thoughts and reactions and, and what has come out of it so far, just a week being out of the seminar so yeah, lots of change and lots of growth. You know, I learned like being completely in nature for that amount of time. I felt even though like it was even more remote than living in Los Angeles, I felt, yeah, though my parents were there and stuff, but putting that aside, I felt more connection and uh, uh, like just being in nature. I really saw like 
how alive it is, how, you know, there's a little dragonfly landing on your shoulder or there's deer coming out of the woods or there's birds everywhere and ducks and like so many beings that just surround you, connecting with you energetically. And they don't need to social distance with you. If they do social distance, it's because they're scared of you. But there there was this freeing and this inclusion and uh, I don't even know how to explain it. I just, it, it just healed a part of me from that that's felt such lack from being so disconnected for so many months now and it just reminded me how alive the forest is and how alone you aren't are even like I said if it's you know a bug just an inchworm hanging out on your knee you know you're just you're not alone in nature so I really do recommend if any of you are feeling you know still really lonely or, or still very disconnected from life or from humans or from anything is to go out in nature and spend a day in nature and just sit in the grass or put your feet on the soil, put your hands in the earth and just allow yourself to connect and observe and look at the, you know, the, all the life that's surrounding you. It's, it's really therapeutic and it's really, um, it's really healing. Another thing that I observed, because I was basically off-grid, I have T-Mobile, and let me tell you, up there, I got no service. So I basically didn't really talk to anyone for a month. I could barely get online. I would, maybe if I had a second of reception, I would, uh, you know, put something on social media real quick, but it would take like 45 minutes for a picture to upload or download to my phone or anything. And as much as that was like, really beautiful to just kind of like I said be a human being and just being in my own energy and and my own world and disconnecting from the drama and the chaos of the world coming back online and seeing going back onto social media and kind of looking through everyone's posts it what it reminded me of was like a bad soap opera (laughs) where if you've ever watched a soap opera, like you could start watching for a few days and kind of get where the storyline is and what the drama is and what's going on. And you can literally disconnect from it for like a month or two months, you know, and plug back into that soap opera. And it's they're still talking about the same drama, the same thing. And you can easily pick up like where you left off. You know, it's like a f- old friend. <laughs> but then in this case, it's like a bad old friend, you know, and it made me kind of sad because everyone needs to move on. And yes, it's still, you know, the hot topic and we're all still going through it, but we don't need to talk about masks anymore, for instance. You know, like we all know at this point we should be wearing masks. If somebody doesn't and chooses not to wear a mask, you can either attach to that more and find more personal suffering in that and fear for your life more. Or you have the choice to protect yourself more and stop policing everybody else and start policing yourself and knowing that you're doing the proper things to keep everyone safe and to keep yourself safe. And there's so many things to help with that now that it was really discouraging, like I said, to come back online and see that we're still so immersed in the same storyline when you can disconnect and you can return back to nature and to yourself and get aligned and come back to spirit and really heal yourself and calm down. I just encourage, you know, with these dramas to 
if you can recognize them in your lives, that they're meaningless dramas, you can attach to the vibration of that and you can continue to keep yourself angry and you can continue to keep yourself in fear or you can pull back, you can take care of your personal self, you can police yourself. You really can take control of your environment and detach from the drama and give yourself a little bit of peace. If you need any help, reach out to me. I can help you through that process, but I really encourage you to detach from the drama and the chaos. If that means taking some time off of social media, then give yourself a break because it's, it's very freeing and you can really start seeing things from a new perspective. So I'm going to leave you with that today, and I hope you all are well and safe and healthy out there. I look forward to being back on here with everybody and connecting with you more now that I'm back online and back in the city. I am going to have some really fun announcements coming up, but I'm going to wait until I know that they're all coming fully into fruition to share that. Uh, Take care, and I will talk with you again soon.